state, it's not just a rivalry. It's a way of life. Welcome to War Eagle Roll Tide. Good evening and War Eagle. Roll Tide. And welcome to Season 2, Show 1. <laughs> <laughs> Took a little while to get it off the blocks. David, David, David. We have finally been corralled and pulled into the same room. You know, this, this started, I guess, a uh, long time ago. Passing notes back and forth on second and third. <laughs> Third all yeah. 30 years ago, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. here we are with live microphones. That's scary. That's technology's grand when two baboons like us can get on here and, and go back and forth. But it, but uh, let me correct myself. This is not the first time we've been in the same room. On the way down, I was thinking, uh, what, what, what probably most of y'all don't realize is <clears throat> David's an Auburn fan. I'm an Alabama fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and we are very, we're both very passionate about our team. And and we communicate often about our passion, but there's only been two occasions where we've been that I'm aware of where we've been in even in the same city when a big time game has played. One time was the Alabama Clemson national championship, and you weren't invited. Uh, no, you, you, you want to tell that story, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about the second time. Yes, I, I would love to share that story. Okay. First of all, let's kind of set the table, then we're going to come to that story. Okay. Okay. I'm David Jennings. For those of you that may not know, <laughs> this is Tony Burnham. I'm going to call him T Bone. I'm the I'm the Barner. He's the Bammer. We're going to have a good time throughout the football season. Twenty two weeks is what we were scheduled to come out every Thursday night at seven o'clock. Certainly want to thank our sponsors, Josh Godwin with Popeyes, um, Camp Thirty One here in Bruton, and of course Bruton Medical Center. If uh, you or your business entity would like to sponsor future pro, uh, programs, we would uh, love to entertain that as well. Going to have a special guest a little later in the program, Harvey Updike, set to call in. We'll see if we can make that a little bit uh, make that happen a little bit later. But yes, uh, this is uh, War Eagle Roll Tide. We're going to celebrate the greatest rivalry in all the sports, bar none. Yankees, Red Sox, great. Lakers, nah. Celtics, great. Nah. Cowboys, Steelers, great. Nah. Auburn, Alabama. The best. It's the best. The best. It's the best. Um, of course, uh, having Harvey on uh, a little bit later has been met with a lot of reaction, some negative, some positive. We certainly uh, expected that. We're going to use that experience with him a little bit later to maybe make a greater point to close out the program, but we do appreciate all of you being in with us. Uh, we are going out on several different outlets on Facebook. Uh, we are monitoring comments on the Boss Man Productions page. If you are watching this on War Eagle Roll Tide, if you are watching this on BMP Sports, if you're watching this on a personal page, that feed will be available for about 15 more minutes. And then our executive producer, Ken James, is going to funnel everything to the Boss Man Productions page. So if you have a comment and want to interact, we certainly encourage that. It has been our experience. The more interaction, the more fun we have. We have a little bit of an outline, but we're going to go with the flow takes us. We're on YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram, so uh, and also www.WarEagleRollTide.com. So however you need to get in, get in. Let's have a big time with it and uh, talk some Barners and Bammers. I love it. 
uh, applause for Ken James in studio. Is this A, B, this or C? This is B. This is B. Okay, I have so many of them at Bossman Productions. Uh, what a what a fantastic studio, and 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 him being the Wizard of Pauls back there, going to control the buttons and control the tempers back there. So, uh, like we put in a post. Uh, yeah, I, I hope that happens. Yeah, like, like I put in a post. I think it was last week. You know, uh, we appreciate passion. We love to see that, but remember, young eyes are watching us as well. Absolutely. Let's talk about the story. Back to the story. We okay. we go back and forth against each other regularly, Auburn, Alabama, but we very rarely end up in the same location to watch any games. And that's by design. By design. Uh, and it should have happened, was that a couple of years ago? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Clemson just scored again. <laughs> Winning. Son of a... It wasn't that Clemson game, but it was a Clemson oh, game. Oh, I wish how, how I wish it would have been. No. It was. It was in Deshaun Watson and uh, Steve Renfro. I mean, Hunter Renfro. Uh. <laughs> it was when they scored, uh, essentially on the last play of the game. Last play of the game. Okay, so. And uh, first of all, you were not invited to my house. I was getting ready to settle in. You called. You were talking to me like you always do, and you said, "Man, I wish we could just watch the game together." And I said, "I'd give nothing more if that could happen." And you said, "Look out your back door, pal." <laughs> and I look out there, and he's standing there with seven Big Macs and a couple of thirty-two ounce soft drinks. That was he, back before the dive. Yeah, looked good, yeah. by the way. And he comes buffaloing in. He parks it in the recliner. I'm sitting in front of him. The game, if you remember, is going back and forth. We're watching it. I wasn't getting too excited as Clemson was having some success. To your credit, you were pretty even keeled uh, during Alabama's success. And then right there at the very end, Clemson scores. <laughs> and it was just awkward silence. It felt like it was an hour. I was not going to turn around. You were kind of sitting at a 45-degree angle to my left. And I knew what, I know what you're capable of. I was at Cherokee County. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, at Deschler. I know what you're capable of. I sat there, didn't say a word. And after what felt like an hour, you finally come out on me. Say it. Say it. Just go ahead and say it. <laughs> well, that, that, and I said, oh, no. Well, that was the, uh, that was the second time. Yeah. Of, of the two times. Right. I had already learned my lesson from the first time we were in the vicinity together. The first time, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> the first time was in 2013. What happened? What, in, what, what happened, happened in 2013? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sure you can remember what happened in 2013. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, was that when? Was that when your coach cried like a little baby to get some time put back on the clock, and yes. then attempted a 74 yard field goal with a with a true freshman who hadn't yeah. made an extra point all year? Yes. Yes, and the rest is history. And some claim I jumped off my roof the next day. <laughs> broke my leg. Well, the next day, you're in the hospital with a broke leg, cleaning your chimney at two o'clock in the morning. So, needless to say, people, if I lose my cool or break a bone, you know why. We're in the same room, and it's almost football season. Like, I, could you call it football season? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. It's football season. Okay. Well, We're and kicking it off around here tomorrow. It's dangerous. Yes. It's, it's going to be, be dangerous. So, uh, so anyway, welcome in. We appreciate everybody. Roll Tide, uh, Ed Tiepo, Trent Davidson, uh, former Bama player. Yes, he is. going to have him on later on in the year to talk about some of his experiences up at the Capstone at the winningest national championship team in the history of college football and I believe I believe not nah, I don't I believe they were ranked out of the last 150 years 
the number one program that was in a ranking yes i saw that well it was the ranking that matters me, to me we're gonna get into all those natties we're gonna get into all those uh at a later time we are gonna have a great time throughout the season we encourage passion we encourage pulling for your team all no holes barred in this one if you get kicked out of the group it's facebook's deal it's not ours but to set things up and of course we talked about being the preseason like other uh news outlets or, or, or publications or whatnot everybody does some preseason forecasting i thought it might be fun to kick things off with us doing that you and i had kind of decided to divvy up our preseason all sec football team you're going to take the defense i took a stab at the offense we'll give uh, our opinions on how we think it's going to shake out in the divisions a little bit later and then maybe just maybe I'll throw out a top five. Top five. Yeah, I kind of done another program that was well received. Uh, I, I know how you. But five. I want to say this before you go, and we're, we're going to do the defense first. Okay. I haven't seen your list. You no. haven't seen mine. No. I have a record of being a fair guy. <laughs> I hope that you are uh, have been and, and will be as well. Mine's fair. Mine's statistically driven. Plus, some uh, just hundred uh, having a high football IQ. I understand on a little different level than you do, but uh, I'm anxious to hear wh- who you're giving recognition to here in the preseason. You might be shocked. You okay. may actually be shocked. I probably will be. You will be. So tonight, Harvey Updike. A little bit later, later on. Yep, that's going to be fun. Let's get into this. You want me to do mine now? It's going to be something. Yeah, let's do it. You want to do mine now? Yeah. Okay. Defense. So preseason defense. Are you going with just eleven players? I'm going with 11. Okay. Okay. Let me double count. Make sure I have 11. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got 11. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to start in the, in, in the in the back. I'm not going to start with the big, pretty guys up front. I'm going to start, with, most little, I'm gonna start with the little guys that run around in the back and don't like to really hit and and just, like to just, you know, wear the, the spirit rags and run out of bounds and have the photo taken like they've done intercepted something and run it back. So it's called I'm, secondary. Oh yeah, well I don't I don't know. I didn't play back there. I played where the real men played down to the line. Ain't that right, Trent? Um so here's here's mine. Okay, so safety. Probably picked this guy more so because of his last name <laughs> than his known ability. Because I'm a I'm a big name guy. Okay. You know me. I love oh, yeah, I yeah. love I love I love coining nicknames for people. So Nigel Warrior, Tennessee. He plays at Tennessee. Tennessee. Good football player. Yeah. Okay. I, and I love that last name. UT. Like, could you imagine his warrior on the back of your, your shirt? Um, and then also J.R. Reed from Georgia. Two good choices. Cornerbacks. C.J. Henderson, University of Florida. DBU. They, they always have great secondary play. Yep. Great edge rushers. And they're getting back some pretty good linebackers. Yep. Um, and you'll see them. You'll see them. Uh, I, I think make some noise this year in the East. Other cornerback, still kind of a baby, but Patrick Sertain. Never heard of her. University of Alabama. Yeah, you have, and you will more this year. Linebackers. Okay, now we get into now we get into the part on the field that I like, positions that I like. Jacob Phillips, LSU. LSU always has a just jam up great linebacking core and it's going to be led by Jacob Phillips this year another guy on here from Georgia Monty Rice well deserved Georgia's going to be a, a, a really really good football team and, and uh, when we get into our predictions later on the season you may be surprised Anthony Jennings from Bama 
big name guy. Really hated picking him because the last name, but he has a. Uh, he's going to be a really high draft pick, I believe, and he's going to really be able to produce this. He's year. a monster. I'll, I'll acknowledge that. He, he's a monster. And then Dylan Moses. Mm, had pretty consistent play. Hadn't really flashed any, but I, he could be not Derek Thomas, but a Derek Thomas type this year, I think. Oh, yeah. So I think he's going to be a good player. All right, the big guys down front. I put this guy on here. Uh, because again, and I don't really know how to say his last name, but I liked it. And it's Justin Maldine from Texas A and M. Yes. Actually he's a really good ball player. Yes. Um so as you can tell, it's this is we kind of branch out of just Alabama and Auburn. We want to try to give y'all real football talk and guys to watch for. <clears throat> Raquan Davis. Monster. Monster. He's a monster. Have, have you ever had a chance to see that guy in person? I haven't, but but I want to offer this, and he is a, he's a good football player. But I'm not sure his production to this point has matched what he has in him. All of this is projected ability. Okay, okay, okay. And I agree with you. Yeah, he's a monster. That's why I kind of took a breath before I said yep, it. I yep. agree with you. He, if you were to watch him getting off the bus, I yeah, mean, it, he's check mark. Yep, no question. First ballot NFL Hall of Famer, all SEC, all whatever. I mean, he is that type of physical guy. He's he's been a little banged up and a little hurt. He just got well towards the end part of last year, and if he comes out healthy this year, I think he's going to make a big difference. Last two on my defense, and I put these two guys down there primarily because they stood near Shins Kennedy for no other reason because I think they're horrible, and that's Derek Brown and Nick Coe of Auburn, both deserving. Two good football both players. Both really deserving. Derek and there Brown's could have probably been a third one on there. Yeah. But because he stood near Shins, I got to compare size and yeah, it's just not. Well, I will so, tell you, you were fair. Thanks, Shins. You were fair. Well, I, I wasn't <clears throat> positive you were going to be, but you were fair. Well, that's, a good, that's a good defensive team right, right there. Well, if you'll notice, I'm not the one wearing the team logo. So I try to be impartial and talk Do- real football. Well, I did the offense. Your turn, sir. I did the offense, and, and I, too, was fair. Um, one of the things I did notice after compiling my list was I was junior heavy. A lot of juniors, and wasn't by design. After I just put it down, I was shocked how many juniors showed up on this team. So uh, I'm going to start with the bigs up front, and I'm going to start with the Bell Cal at Auburn, Prince Tega Wanago. He's a, he's a senior. Big guy. He is a senior. He's going to be a first-round draft choice. He has to have a big year for that Auburn offense to move. He will set the pace up front for the Tigers. Looking forward to watching him play. Andrew Thomas, a junior from Georgia. Georgia, in my opinion, from tackle to tackle, has the best offensive line in the SEC. And they're going to be represented here on this first-team line that I put out. But uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, one of the big offensive linemen there. And one thing that I did do – that uh, and it was intentional. I didn't put a guy playing center this year. I just took what I thought was the five best offensive linemen, and I'll make one of them a center. I am going to recognize a center a little bit later. But uh, so far, Prince Tega, uh, Wanago, Andrew Thomas from Georgia, another junior from Alabama, Alex Leatherwood. You talk about how you draw one up and want them to look like. Alex Leatherwood is a dominant football player. He's going to be draft eligible in the spring. He. He's going to be draft eligible in the spring. He's probably going to be one that's going to have a, a choice to make, I would think, after yeah. the conclusion of this season. So Alex Leatherwood, my third lineman. Another junior off that Georgia offensive line, Ben Cleveland. Going to be a third-year starter this year. Um, once again, the big boys up front between the hedges 
are going to cause a lot of problems and a lot of headaches throughout the fall. You can get ready for that. That's going to happen. And my last offensive lineman to round out the unit, a senior from Bessemer City, Bessemer City High School here in Alabama, got away from from both of us, Daryl Williams. Good football player. So two seniors, uh, three juniors up front for my team. This is a, my, my stab at an all-SEC team, and, and I'm satisfied with those picks. Some of the other guys that I considered – um, there was a center from Kentucky, Drake Jackson, a little undersized, 6'2", 295. He's a junior as well. He's a good football player. He got some recognition at, at SEC Media Days. It'll be interesting to follow him. Mike Horton, a senior at Auburn, and Solomon Kinley from Georgia, another junior. So Georgia's sitting there with three juniors across the front. All three of them are going to have choices to make at the end of the football season, along with Alex Leatherwood. So it'll be fun to follow them and see how their season pans out. And for all these guys, you hope they stay healthy. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting play their is, talents. is, you know, you hear some of the big name schools, and you actually have a Kentucky guy on yours. Yeah. And I almost put uh, Kentucky's got a linebacker, and I almost put him down, but he, he's kind of one of those tweeners and undersized, and yeah. it's hard to go with a known quantity. But but uh, as I started looking at some of the other uh, lists that were out there and candidates and all that. One thing that I'm seeing now that I hadn't seen so much in the past, you're starting to see Kentucky pop up. In oh, yeah. Bit, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about them a little bit later as well. I did put, and I did this reluctantly, I put a tight end on the team. So many teams now are going away from that in terms of a statistical producer. Was it Trent Davidson? Uh, it should have been. Yeah. But I got the guy from Georgia, Charlie Warner. He's a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the main reasons I did that. Is he like a 10th-year senior? Because it seems like he's been there forever. And I'm going to tell you something. Their tight ends have been killing Auburn for 40 years. And they just break open. That, that, he, he will be the leading receiver in that game. You can just go ahead and book that. Charlie Warner, the all-SEC tight end on the BMP Sports uh, Network. Page you know, I was really excited because I was watching Hard Knocks the other day. Yep. And guess who I saw on there? No telling. You know who's coaching? You know you know that Hard Knocks is Oakland now. It's Oakland no, Raiders. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, Oakland. I didn't Raiders. know that. Oh, watch it. It's on HBO. It's great. It's I do great. yoga. It's almost as good as Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling on Netflix. But watch it. Okay. That, that's, that's good. Okay. Um, Renfro. Okay. He's the Raiders? Yes. Wow. And I was. Let me tell you why I was happy. Because if we do, by some chance, get to meet him again, we don't have to deal with that kid again. I yeah. mean, he, 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 he tore us up. He tore us up. Every time he played us, it seemed like he was at Clemson forever. But anyway, I'm glad that he's gone. <laughs> Let's move on to the wide receivers. And I'm going to go ahead and say this and get out of the way so maybe I can wash my mouth out a little bit uh, here kind of quick. And I think he's the best player in the SEC, honestly. I think he's going to be the offensive player of the year, Jerry Judy. Alabama, once again, a junior. Um, he has no decision to make after the season. He's gone. Yeah, he's he's going to be a top five, top ten pick, however they put value on the wide receivers this year in the NFL draft. Judy is the guy. I was talking to you about him uh, a little earlier. For me, as an opponent watching Alabama, Julio Jones will always be the guy that kind of sets the bar as the wideouts. He was imposing. I thought he was a – I mean, he's a he was a matchup nightmare. You had to account for him with two people, sometimes three people. I put Judy – just under him, and he might be a better receiver. Well, he might be a better receiver. He's just not quite as imposing physically. And this is not a knock on Julio whatsoever because he's a great college player. He's a better pro player, I think, because he yeah. fits the system better. And he was a little, a little more refined now. But, but and Julio was great. Julio. And, and, and even saying he started the wide receiving train in Alabama is unfair. They've had some really good wide receivers come there in years, years past. But but once they got Julio, that changed the whole dynamic for players. Right, serious skill wide receivers to come to Alabama. Yeah, Julio led that. And and the guy you just mentioned, as long as some of the guys gone in the last three or four years, were ever, is are ever been as good as anybody that's ever come through Alabama. Jerry Judy. 
He's good. The leader of a great receiving core there at Alabama, but uh, he's my pick for SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, moving on, uh, South Carolina, Brian Edwards, a senior, 6'3", 215, matchup problem. <laughs> Throw it up to him. He can play. He gives Coach Boom a shot uh, every time they go out. He's another one kind of like Julio, a poor man's Julio, if you will. He will have to be accounted for in the opponent's uh, scouting report. You're going to have to have one, possibly two uh, guys knowing where he's at at all times. He's a game breaker. I really like Brian Edwards, South Carolina. Yeah, he's good. And then Justin Jefferson, another junior, LSU. Um, he can stretch the field. He plays on the outside, uh, world-class speed. LSU always seems to have one of those guys can go down college problems. Landry in years past, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. in years past, Justin Jefferson, his great uncle, John Jefferson, excuse me, his uncle, John Jefferson, played uh, for the San Diego Chargers for many years. So he has it in his bloodlines to do well, and he's going to be a big-time player down the bayou for the Bayou Bengals. So Justin Jefferson rounding out the uh, the front liners of the wide receivers. Of course, uh, Henry Ruggs third was given a lot of consideration. He's a great football player there at Alabama. And I put my guy, Seth Williams, in there. I think Seth Williams came on the scene last year as a freshman, um, had a big year for the Tigers. Um, I think this year he's going to break out and probably move up to the cusp of that elite category. Um, you have to do it on the field before you, you know, the, the practice field is one thing. Do it on Saturdays. Do it live and see what happens. But uh, he's another one for Auburn who has to have a big year for that offense to really move. Henry Ruggs, once again, going back to him, also a junior, uh, part of that talented uh, group they brought in together. Devontae Smith, another one. Waddles, another one. But uh, Ruggs, another likely early entrant into the NFL draft in the spring if he has the season this yeah. year and stays healthy like they expect him to have. And Smith kind of gets lost in the shuffle. He, he only caught the winning <laughs> pass in the National Championship game. And you hardly ever hear him hear him talked about Waddle. I think Waddle will be a great, is going to be a great player at balance. Yeah. So a lot of weapons up there. Too bad we only can only throw one football at a time because there's going to be some great talent not touching the ball uh, on, on most plays up at Alabama. Running backs. For me, this was the easiest. I'm excited to hear who yes. you've got. This was the easiest because I think it's the weakest that it's been in years. From top to bottom, running backs in the league. I think there's some good ones. I think there's a handful of good ones. But the game has changed a lot, a little more perimeter base. Very few teams get downhill you know, all the time. Um, statistically speaking, I think you will see a drop in running back production this year as opposed to years past. With that being said, there is one that is going to be a high draft pick. He's another junior. He plays between the hedges, DeAndre Swift. I have loved him for three years. He's played behind some really good backs there, uh, Sonny Michelle, um, Chubb, uh, uh, Holyfield last year. Uh, he's going to get a chance to be a three-down back this year, probably catches the ball out of the backfield Better than anybody in the country. That's what I was going to say. I mean, say. he is a matchup nightmare. I love DeAndre Swift. He's he's not a, uh, a down a distance type player. He's not a situational player. He he's a player that can do it all and kind of come out and 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 be a force. And if you misfit with him, he's running out of the back. Yeah, he's of the end gone. Zone. He's yeah. gone. I love DeAndre. And he's Swift. big enough to block a linebacker too. The uh, other running back I put in there, and of course we saw him on a lot of preseason polls for the Heisman this year, Booby Whitlow. Um, I have him in uh, uh, as, a, as a second running back. I don't know how many uh, times I got texted about that. <laughs> Redshirt sophomore there on the Plains. Um, I, I put him there, number one, kind of out of default because of, of what was coming back, what's proven. And secondly, because of Cadillac Williams being now an Auburn coaching staff, one of the former Auburn greats, the Mount Rushmore of Alabama high school football players, in my personal opinion. Uh, you, you're uh, right. I you're think right a little too there. Booby's got the body. 
Uh, I think he I think he runs with a tenacious spirit. I think that bodes well for them uh, for the Auburn offense moving forward. And a couple other guys that I want to mention, and, and, and I think this further gives credence to the to the lack of depth, if you will. Uh, Najee Harris is obviously going to be a great running back at Alabama. Um, Colin Hill at Mississippi State, I really like him. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who all he's going to have in front of him trying to move people out of the way, but he's a pretty good back. And then another Alabama guy, Theodore High School, uh, LaMichael Perrin, Perrin, yeah, I'm not Perrine, sure how to pronounce Perrine, it. Perrine, yeah, Perrine. Perrine. Yeah. Um, he's a junior also there at Florida down the swamp. And I know that uh, Coach Mullen will be trying to get him involved uh, every way he can at the backfield also. So that's he, may, how, he may make a lot of noise because Mullen, Mullen will, will lean on the running game a lot. Yeah, he will. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and who are they going to have a quarterback this year really they can, re, can rely think, on and lean well, on? Do you think they have to go to the running game a lot? Well, there? I like Felipe Franks. A lot of people don't. He, not probably a, of, all of, of all the players in the conference, he probably has the most – Supporters and the most people who still question what I like, I like Felipe. To me, I'm, he's I'm built a big, like a relief pitcher. I'm a big believer in him. And, I'm a big believer in him. So, and then of course the quarterbacks. And this was probably the hardest to choose. You know, you know the running backs are probably the easiest. The quarterbacks were the hardest. And why, I'm gonna tell you, I, why was it so hard for you? And I'm gonna tell this. you why. Okay. Because there are two frontliners mm-hmm. for sure, frontliners. But then three through eleven. They're all pretty good football players, in my opinion. I think Vanderbilt at 12, uh, excuse me, at 14, whoever uh, breaks out and wins that contest is going to be the quarterback. But 3 through 13, like you take the Bentley kid from South Carolina. You can win with him. I like him. I like Felipe Franks. I like Kellen Mines. I like Bo Nix. All those guys, I think, are serviceable quarterbacks. Bentley I think, kid went to Opelika, by the way. He did. And I think you certainly have to be good around each of them. Um, uh, Burrow at, uh, at LSU. I mean, if you're good around them, those guys are kind of the game manager types. They can make a few plays here and there, some with their legs, some with their arm. But I think it's a very deep quarterback class. DJ, yes, we are about to take it all off except for on the Boss Man Productions page. Okay, right so, now, uh, we are funneling everything to the Boss Man <clears throat> Productions uh, Facebook page. If you're watching on I mean, one of the other pages, we, we're still going to keep YouTube, Twitter, and all that yeah. going. But any, anything on Facebook is going to Boss Man Productions. Boss Man Productions. If you're on one of the other Facebook pages, come join us over there. Quarterback. Two quarterbacks. You can flip a coin. I flipped it, and it came up Jake Fromm. Jake, State Farm. Jake Fromm's a State junior. Farm. Jake Fromm's a State junior. Farm. He's going to have a chance to to go next year and uh, test the NFL draft waters. He's good. Uh, he's a really good football player. He's be a third year as a starter. He has done big things between the hedges. And, of course, the two guy could have very easily been him was uh, Kellen Bryant, the uh, Clemson transfer to, uh, from, Missouri, uh, from Clemson to Missouri. And, of course, he uh, can throw the complete route tree. He's a dual threat guy. And uh, he's going to do well in the Missouri system. And uh, – that's how it shook out for me. You're really big on those transfers, aren't you? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. It's worked. <laughs> it's worked. So you give my boy two and no love. <sighs> just just think. And I know you're a stats guy and stats are for chumps. But <clears throat> just think if he would have played the fourth quarter of most games. Think of what the stats would have been. Uh, I, I just not. I'm just not real. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, never mind. We've got a. Uh, we've got a. We've got a phone call coming in. Special guest Harvey Updike on the line. Go ahead with it, DJ. Harvey. Yes, sir. War Eagle. Roll down tide. Roll tide, Harvey. Harvey, we uh. There you go. Appreciate you uh calling in the night. Um. 
and uh, spending some time with us here on War Eagle Roll Tide. Uh, not sure what all we can get into. Um, we're not taking this opportunity to take any unnecessary jabs at you. I assure you of that. There are some questions we would like to ask. There are some things that we would like to know. And if at any point in time we get into an area that you're not comfortable with or don't think you need to proceed proceed in, uh, feel free to, to say so, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, of course. I, I, before we get started, can I tell you something? You sure can. Uh, I don't lie unless I just have to. Well, we'll try not to make you lie, Harvey. And I don't know if you know the premise. I know I don't know if you know the premise of the show, but DJ, who you were just talking to, he he's the Auburn side, and and I'm the Alabama side, and and he's he wants to ask you a few questions, and then I want to ask you a few questions, and and we hope to keep this uh, entertaining and informative, and let you answer the questions to the best of your ability and and would like to see you become a regular on this show if that's possible so you can call in and get be part of our facebook group and become part of our roll tide war eagle family how does that sound uh sounds pretty good if i'm not in jail well, we we uh, we understand. I've seen some of the headlines recently, and and I reached out to you, and I think Ken had reached out to you. And how's that going since you mentioned that? Well, I'm supposed to be in Auburn uh, October the thirtieth. You can be. They got a they got a new DA down there, and he said he's going to be a burr in my side. So. You gonna have on your? I really uh, don't know how it's gonna go. You gonna have on your school colors orange? Uh, do what? You gonna have on our school colors? No. It might help you, Harvey. And this, and this is coming from from somebody who often gets mistaken for you. Um, I don't know if Ken can show the picture or not, but you and I had on a very similar outfit at one point, and and um, they put up a picture of you and my mother thought it was me for for like a year <laughs> or so. So. Boy. But anyway, you must be good looking. We we are we're good looking guys, Harvey. I think David there wants to ask you a few questions. So I'm gonna turn it over to DJ and, and let him uh, get in this and ask you a few questions. Okay. All right, Harvey, you you have to imagine coming into this. You know, there's gonna be some uneasiness with this. Once again, it's not to take any unnecessary jabs or to pile on or to necessarily drag you through what you have probably been through the last several years. But as an Auburn graduate. I did take quite offense to your heinous act after that 2010 Iron Bowl. Um, that was not cool. Um, I don't think. Well, uh, hold on a second, Harvey. Uh, give me one second, please. I'm, I swear to you, I'm gonna give you your time. I don't think for a second that you were representing the University of Alabama uh, fan base. I think it was a. I think it was you know your deal. But what I want to get to, if we can. Is what led to that? What what stirred that in you to think that was a good idea and to think that that would kind of level level the slate, so to speak? Well, that's real easy. Uh, that had a lot to do with y'all cheating. Cheating? We play, yes. We played at Tubby Denny Stadium. What are you talking about? Well, y'all bought uh, Scam Newton. Look, the fact that his daddy's church was framed up in Osmos Wood wow. has no, I mean, that's just, that's just a coincidence. It's yellow. Yeah, wood. right. And he bought him a brand new truck out of that one hundred fifty to $250,000. Harvey, we spotted y'all a 27-point lead. I there, saw the game. I was there. Did you have on your letterman's jacket? Uh, 
don't remember. I probably did. Did you have on your elephant trunk hat? I, I don't know if it's that game or not, but I know the picture you're talking about. Yeah. Well, we spotted y'all a 27-point lead at Tubby Denny Stadium. And we came back and won that game fair and square. Granted, our quarterback was a big reason we came back. Cameron Newton, in my opinion, you'll probably disagree with this, is the greatest college football player in the history of the game. Wow. Who would you go with, Stedman Sheila? Boy, it sounds like you're hacking on, hacking on me. No, I'm not. I'm just asking you. you know, I, can, I can name you 15 or 20 better than him. Okay. Uh, okay, uh... Uh, Tim Tebow. Good football player, no doubt. I'll accept that. Uh, I'll tell you one is 50 times better than him. Who? Julio Jones. Good football player. I'll accept that. You don't think they're better than him? No, I don't. He has no class. You got to admit that he has absolutely no class. I don't he, know what you're talking about. He stole the laptop when he was in school and got got suspended. He allegedly alleged okay, he was a okay. he was a, he was a young man that made a mistake, Harvey. Are you gonna tell me he should be penalized for the rest of his life for it? Well, they penalized me for the rest of my life. Well let's, let, let, I just I had just found out that my wife had cancer. Back during this time? It was, I'm, sorry, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. And it was a very dark time in my life. I understand. We were driving from Dadeville, Alabama to Birmingham, Alabama every day so she could get chemo. And then that, you know, I have a good buddy named Wayne Barnes. We went to high school together. Okay. I played football, and he was the uh, manager. You go to high school. Where this show is originated, right? We're, we're kind of neighbors. Now you, well, let me tell you, you something. spent some time in Bruton, didn't you? Yes, I went to school up there. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, well, well, and let My me ask you this: I'm I'm sorry to hear about your wife, um, but it seems like your ex-wife. I'm sorry, um, it, it, but it seems like that you have a burr under your saddle for Cam Newton. Now, I'm not a Cam Newton fan. I'm I'm a Bama fan. Um, as staunch as any, but and and I was distraught after that game, and I'm not a fan of Cam Newton, um, and I have some of the same beliefs about some things that you do, but I don't think, and other Alabama fans probably feel the same way you and I felt. But what made you, other than other than the grief you were going through, there had to be something more that would make you step over that line from passion to actually drive there because it it's not just a 10 minute drive from Daveville to Auburn I mean so what was going through your mind when you were driving over there with the poison in your in your vehicle uh and, and how, walk us through that if you don't mind well you know some idiot taped a scam Newton jersey to bear Bryant statue it looked like it fit like a glove well Okay. If, if it had been a different jersey number, would that have mattered, or the fact that a jersey was on Coach Bryant's statue was at the trigger point? They shouldn't even touch the the, the uh, statue. Okay. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. Okay. When that happened, I kind of lost. I admit that I did some things that I shouldn't have done. 
and I admit that. How, uh, how much time went 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 through went by when when the jersey when you found out the jersey was hung from when you actually started driving to Auburn? How much time went by? Uh, I don't know. I'd say a couple weeks. Uh, I would stay up all night long. At that back in that time, they had cameras on uh, Tumor's Corner. And I would sit there and write down how many cars passed by so I could figure out when was the best time to go over there. Okay, so... And I, you, you, and I come with the conclusion that the best time to go over there was about 4 o'clock on a Sunday night. So, su- so Sunday dog, morning, Monday morning, you're saying. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because I know a little bit about your background. You were a lawman in Texas. Yes, I was. Upheld the law. I got shot, shot at four times. And and the things I've read about you is you're you're a pretty law and order type, type guy. So when I yes, I'm, what I'm trying to to get my head around because I, I'm the same kind of fan you are, and we've got a lot in here with us now, and there's a lot throughout the world and in the state. I, I'm just trying to figure out how you went from being pissed off which I was and a lot of other people were, that not only that we lost the game, but, you know, something was put on, you know, it was it was felt like a slap in the face. But how did you go from being pissed off to taking criminal action? I mean, that's – and then and then why would you call in and give yourself away to the show? Okay, you're not going to believe this. I will. But I've told a lot of people this. I wanted the Auburn fan base to hate me as much as I do them. I didn't want to go down there and poison that thing. And then, because if you read uh, Too Late for the Tumors, people need to Google Too Late for the Tumors. They were, their own people saying they would be dead in five years. I just speed it up a little bit. Do you? Re- do do you- I wish I hadn't done it? Yes, because it's ruined my life. I've lost a daughter over it. I've lost grandkids over it. Uh, I've lost some really, really, really close high school friends. So, uh, well, I have to ask this question, uh, Harvey, if I can. I'm having a hard time drawing a parallel between taping a football jersey to a statue and transporting poison to kill trees. Okay. There's something we're not even talking about. Okay. What about all the Auburn fans that go to Birmingham and pee on Bear Bryant's grave? Does that happen? Yes, it happened. It happened a lot. I was not. I was not aware of that, and certainly wouldn't stand for that either. Never heard that before. I have not. I would imagine wow. most of the Auburn fans who were alive when during Bear Bryant's heyday have catheters by now. So, I, I, if that did happen, I'm sure it was an isolated event. But most most of the kids that are Auburn fan and coming through that has that kind of piss and vinegar, forgive the pun. Um, I, I, they they probably don't even know where Bear Bryant's buried, and 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 don't think of him as an actual figure anymore. He's been gone so long. So I don't, you know, I, I'm gonna keep saying this, Harvey, because it's the truth. I'm as big Alabama fan as you are, and, and I find it very difficult for me to take that leap. And one of the things I keep hearing here is you keep. 
it sounds like you keep putting the blame on Auburn for what you've done instead of saying, hey, I made a mistake. I need some redemption. You know, everybody can be redeemed. We're not going to get into the Bible, but everybody can be redeemed and one person can do that. But you can also redeem yourself here. And and that's one of the opportunities we wanted to give you with, 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 with just coming out and saying, this is why I did it. But it sounds to me as an Alabama fan, and I really wish that it, it didn't sound this way to me, but it sounds like you're blaming Auburn, whether it's they rolled him when he died, which is what you told Paul Feinbaum, rolled Tumor's corner yeah. when Bebrot died, which I, I don't know if that happened or not. Um, urinating on his grave. Um, that that If that did happen, Harvey, that happened so long ago, it shouldn't be relevant anymore. What do you mean? It didn't make any difference how long ago it happened. It happened. But it you're, happened. You're, you're saying that, and you're not, and and you're not willing to forgive. Yet you went on Paul Feinbaum's show and asked for forgiveness. I, for something I don't know if that did. happened or not. Um, urinating on his grave. Yeah, but did um, you hear what all I said when I did? It? I said I want to apologize to the Auburn. No, it happened. It happened. That really, it you're, happened. You're saying there. that, and you're not. I'm not. I'm not getting on here and apologizing to everybody because I, I got here. I got hit in the face with a two before. Yeah, you got death threats as well. Is my understanding? Yeah, and my granddaughters, my grandkids got death threats. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's serious. And, and obviously, what you done was serious, and it inflamed a lot of emotion and a lot of anger in Auburn people. Rightfully so. But I want to say this. I want to say this. Um, there was definitely hurt at and around Auburn. But like Auburn always does, we came out on the other side stronger. So if the goal was to hurt Auburn, you failed in that regard. And I'm sure that probably stings just a little bit. No, but I want to tell you one thing, and Tell I me. hope you admit this. Okay. Albert made money off me poisoning those trees. In what they way? They cut them things up in little bitty squares and had them put in a nice presentation box and sold them for seventy-five to a hundred dollars a piece. Did you buy? I them? know my my bell bondsman bought me one. So you I got it here at my house. So you have one. You you have yes. You have a piece of the tree that you killed. Yes. Jimmy Henderson, Jimmy Henderson from Auburn, he's a bell bondsman. He's got uh, all this stuff is bright yellow. And I think it's AAA Bonding Company. But That's the man's name is J- Jimmy Henderson. He bought me that, and uh, I've still got it today. All right, well, I, and I asked a question earlier because I, I'm 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 interested in you. I really am. I, I'm I'm for a lot of reasons. Uh, redemption being one of them. Um, you being able to talk to the Auburn people being another reason. I'm interested in having you here. Uh, but the main reason I'm interested in you is is you seem willing to talk and you seem honest in what you're saying. Uh, and and I want to nail down. And, and David, if you've got another path you want to go, let me know. But I want to nail down. I want to I want to take you back to the time when you bought the poison and you were driving to Auburn. That's a how long drive from Dadeville? Uh, probably thirty five minutes. So you had plenty of opportunities 
you have plenty of parking lots, gas stations, and turnarounds to be able to turn around and head back to Dadeville, and you chose not to. What was on your mind when you were making that 35, 40-minute drive to Auburn? Was it can, I, can I change the subject you for can. just a second? You sure can. Okay, I don't know if y'all know or not, but I am extremely sick now. I did not know that. Uh, two days ago, three days ago, I fell nine times. The last time I fell, uh, I hit my head on the asphalt, hurt my back, and... I think I know the Auburn fans are laughing now. No, I I guarantee you that there are plenty of Auburn fans, however, who will pray for you. Well, I need prayer. I I really do. Uh, I bet I went to three different hospitals in less than a month trying to get my uh, feet and legs well so I could walk. I was uh, retaining so much fluid. And I'm still retaining fluid. So, seriously, I don't think I'm going to be around very much longer. Then everybody will be happy. No, we won't be happy because we want to form a relationship with you. And we want you to be a part of the War Eagle Roll Tide family. And we want, we, we want you to see there's a healthy, positive way to be involved in this rivalry. And we can get upset and we can get mad at our fellow, at our brother Auburn fans or sister Auburn fans. Um, but Sunday morning, that's going away. And that, that, that's the, I think that's a point that you need to get to, Harvey. Uh, because if something does happen, you know, Lord forbid, you, you don't want to go with, with uh, the, the stigma and the guilt in your in your mind and heart of, of the things that you've done. Um, you obviously think the Auburn Nation hates you, and I'm sure some do. Um, there are some who probably just heard you and, and you described your medical ailments, and, and they will be some of the first people on their knees there praying some, for you. There are some people from the Bama Nation that hate him. There are. Yeah. And I, I, Harvey, I'll tell you, I was embarrassed when you done it because I caught grief from this guy sitting over here beside me. Because when you did that, it was a representation to Auburn people that Alabama that, that was an Alabama fan. And so it, it was a bad mark and a bad look on the university that you love so much, on the football team that you love so much, and the fans that you don't even know who love the university just like you do but have never been to that place. But that's why I want to figure out how, how did you get to that place and you had plenty of opportunity to turn around in that 35 or 40-minute drive. Why did you choose not to turn around? Why did you choose to continue going? Because, just like I've said, you know, I was upset. I couldn't figure out anything else to do to get back at them. And it all stemmed, you from, know, the, it all stemmed uh, from the jersey being on the statue? Well, that, being on Bear Bryant's grave, uh, uh, rolling the trees when uh, Bear died in 1983. I'm, uh, not, I'm not sure that happened. Harvey, well, Harvey. See, that same thing Paul Feinbaum said. Harvey, so, hold a, hold I, speaking of, you said Paul Feinbaum. Spe- wow. How was the Feinbaum show? I don't watch that nut anymore. All Feinbaum cares about is Feinbaum. He, I'll tell you what, he's like an outboard motor in a cesspool. Because all he does is stir crap. Did you? I ain't got no use for him. If you can't do something from him, he 
never mind. I'm I'm not gonna give him any more publicity. Did you, he don't did have you, trees in his yard, did, does he? Did you receive compensation for going on that show? No. I didn't receive nothing. Nothing? When when uh when they came over and did that uh piece, Roll Tide War Eagle, guess what I got out of it? What? I got a Quizno sandwich. Oh, Winning. And a we got Pepsi that beat. Cola. We've got that beat, Harvey. You got a Quizno sandwich. We've Sir? got a, we've got a great sponsor. It's Popeye's Chicken, and they have the best chicken sandwiches that you will ever have. Oh, I love Popeye's. Oh, I want to get this try straight. The, try their new sandwiches, Harvey. I want to get this straight. You participated. You willfully participated in the ESPN Thirty for Thirty Roll Tide War Eagle. And all you got out of it was a Cuisinot sandwich? Yes, sir. Wow. That is, you know, I swear on the stock of Bibles. That is all I got. You were looking for Cam Newton type money, weren't you? <laughs> uh, I didn't want it the way he got it. That, well, we don't know that he got it that way or, or that he got oh, it at wow. all. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, you, we we, we can't say things, Harvey, that we don't know. Let me ask true. you this, but but I, I want to go back to that and and the hatred for Cam, and, and I get it. I mean, to to a degree, I get it. But was it Cam's fault that Mark Ingram had a forty yard fumble after he'd been run down by a defensive tackle? Was that Cam's fault? Wow. Was it Cam's fault when Trent Richardson? Well, y'all y'all are really enjoying hacking on me tonight, aren't you? We're, no, 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 we are not. I'm we've, in the same boat hey, with you, Harvey. We've been fair with you, Harvey, and you know that. I'm in the same boat. I don't like hearing it either. You, I'm just trying to... You know how many times a week I've got to listen to the kick six from this guy, Harvey? It was just last year. Come on, man! Which David has a lot of trees. I can give you his address, Harvey. Harvey? a lot of trees in his yard. Well, you've been go down there and pee on one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey? Harvey, you're living where now? You're living in Louisiana. Let's just say that, right? Yes, sir. They run me out of Texas. Okay. So you're a Florida boy, educated... In, in Milton, Florida, somewhat educated in Lower Alabama, in our in our hometown in Bruton, um, went to Texas. I, was a lawman I in Texas. Finished up. I finished up at Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches. Okay, so you finished your your education in Texas, settled down there, become a lawman for the state of Texas. Become. How did you become an Alabama fan? He had to take when I was about up. seven, when I was about seven years old, I was laying on a Sunday. I was laying in front of television. My mother was ironing, and we was watching the Bear Bryant show. Their sponsors were Golden Plate Potato Chips and Coca Cola. And I told her right then, I said, M- "Mother." If I ever have a boy, I'm going to name him Bear Bryant Updike. I love it. She looked at me. She said, do what? I said, yeah. I said, I respect him more than I do anyone. I said, he makes makes the players go to church on Sunday, and he makes them call home every week. Don't forget to call your mom. He's a grandfather figure. He, all he cares about, is is his players? Well, what what do you think the bear would have thought about you poisoning the trees at the Cal College? Uh, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. 
you know, I, did that ever I cross your mind? Did, did that ever cross your mind when you were driving down two eighty? What do you think, Pappy Price would have thought about it? Who, Coach Price? Mike Price? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't there long enough to think anything. He would have said, "It's rolling, baby." Huh? No, did, he would. He, he would have been too busy down in Pensacola. At, at, at where was he at in Pensacola? Or babes, football? babes. Yeah. I mean, so did did the bear ever cross your mind when you when when you had how many gallons of Spike eighty did you have? Four. And how much would have actually killed the trees? Sir, listen, I'm not a chemist. I know I messed up. They told me that I nearly poisoned the water table. That you know, I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I would give anything if I hadn't have done it. Well, look, we're not going to stretch you out and flog you here. I'm, we're just trying to get into the mindset, and, and we're trying to help you redeem a little bit and, and let people understand and, and having, you know, and, and not coming through Paul Feinbaum's cesspool, as you called it. Um, uh, we're, we're fair. We play around a lot. We take shots at each other. Uh, me at Auburn, him in Alabama, and have been doing that for 30 years in, in the right way. And uh you know i that that's why i'm so interested and fascinated with the mindset of of that and i think you know i think i kind of understand where you were at what i'm having a hard time understanding is what you were saying earlier in the interview when you were blaming it on people peeing and blaming it on cam nuding and blaming it on on everything else when what i would have felt great about would if you would have said i messed up i let my passion i've said it four or five times i messed up I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Do you know who Pat Dye is? I sure do. Okay. What about him telling that uh, that guy kept one of his players wanted to uh, keep on getting paid? And Pat Dye said something like, I'm ad living now, but, you know, something happened, and, and Pat Dye told him, keep it down home, cuz... <laughs> Was that Don't Pat Dye or Larry Blakeney? Well, I'm not a chemist. Sir? Was that, I, I think that might have been Larry Blakeney that said that. It was. I don't think so. It yeah, was I Larry think that might have been Larry Blakeney. But, but here's the deal. Let me ask you this question. You, do you know who Pat Dye is? I'm afraid so. He, when, he is is the last time, when is the last time he walked the sideline as Auburn as their head coach? What year was I that? It's been a long time ago. But I tell you what. He probably still today has a lot to do with what's going on at all. Doesn't he still have my office on the campus? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he does. He's done a lot for that university. Him and Terry yeah, Bowden were two best coaches lot. Auburn ever had. Well, well, Gene Chizik. Well, if I would rank Gene Chizik number one, Terry Bowden two, and die three. On, die man. maybe four. Tuberville's in there somewhere. If he wins this election, I'll put Tuberville at one. Feel Winning. But okay, let, let's let's skip let's skip a little bit here. What do you think? What do you think about the recent goings on at Alabama under Nick Saban and the championships? And and more importantly, what do you think about the Alabama Clemson game last year? Did you get a chance to watch that, or were you you in jail at that time? When did you no, get out? No, I wasn't in jail. When, when did you I get out? I had a free ticket. To, uh, ESPN gave me a no. I'm sorry. No, he didn't. Uh, my son, one of my sons, was working for a uh, working for somebody. He's a building contractor, 
and he had he had given me two tickets to go to the Clemson game, but I would have had to pay my own airfare. Did you name him I Bear Bryant? Is that the one you named Bear Sir? Bryant? Is that the is that the kid you named Bear Bryant? Is that your son? No, no, no. You no. do have kids Bear- with, with Alabama names, though, right? Yeah, I've got Bear Bryant. I've got Crimson Tide. And my baby daughter. Uh, Didn't you want to name softball. one of your kids Alabama? No, I wanted to name my. I wanted to name Megan. I wanted to name her Alabama. But her mother wouldn't have nothing to do with it, so we named her Megan Mariah. That is that is so funny because that's what Ted wanted to name him. Shame on her. <laughs> hey, uh, 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 Harvey, I'm getting uh, some info here. Uh, hold on a second. Clemson just scored again. Come on, man. <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> but look, Please everything. put that in a bite. Please put that in a sound bite, Ken. Wow. I'll tell y'all something. I will. I am not as dumb as I look. No, I, no. And I well, told you, you look just like Tony, so I'm going to question <laughs> that, okay? You guys are spitting images of each other. I'm going to text you a picture you of Tony. Can you see the show? Can you see you the show? Can you see the show? Can you see the show, Harvey? Can you see the show? I've said that like 10 uh, times. Can you get on I, Facebook? Do you have a Facebook? You've got Facebook. I know you do. Yeah, I've got Facebook, but... Well, get on there. You need to log in. Get... get Get uh, the wizard of Paul's back there, Ken James. He's got your contact info. Uh, you need to log in and rewatch the show and the pictures being put up. Pictures up right now. My mother thought. Yes, sir. My yes, mother y'all. thought that you were me at one point, Harvey. We are. Is that? I mean, look. We are two good-looking dudes, but that's about where the similarities end. I Harvey. think there it's funny. I think it's funny, Harvey. You and Tony are never in the same place at the same time. Well, I want to ask y'all something. You go ahead. I'm not a chemist. Uh, were y'all two players? Were y'all players in high school? Oh, yeah. I was a player. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Yeah, David had, Ken played the trombone. David played the bass drum, me. and I played the flute. <laughs> I played offensive right guard and a little bit of... Uh, defensive middle linebacker. Hey, oh, I, I, I was Harvey, oh. Harvey, Harvey. Where'd you play at, Milton? Did you play at Milton? Yes. I would have tore your ass up, Harvey. Yeah. You better yeah. be glad you the didn't have to go thing, against me. Y'all wouldn't even play T.R. Miller, Harvey. Y'all, the only thing y'all tore us up in was baseball. Harvey. That's because y'all wouldn't play us in football. Uh, Harvey, this is Ken. I have a question, and, and I don't mean to jump in between DJ and T-Bone because they're – Obviously, Popeyes has been good to him tonight, and and you can tell it. But earlier today, when you and I spoke, you told me that you got a Quiznos. Uh, the only thing you got out of being on Firebomb was a, qui- a, a Quiznos sandwich and eight months uh, eight month jail sentence. Now, I would love for you to say that. <laughs> I would love for you well, to tell no, the no, people I'm that. Sorry, uh, I must have misspoke. I guess I was like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I must have misspoke. Me and you have more in common, I thought, Harvey. Six months. <laughs> How, you, you got what? Say it again, Harvey. I was only in jail for six months. Okay, so you got so say that for so us then. What, so, did, say, what did you get out of? What did you get out of it? You got a, a what? It's just a hockey season. I got a Quiznos sandwich and a Pepsi Cola. And what else? 
six months in jail. Let me tell you what happened when I was in jail. Harvey, I would fire your agent tomorrow. Harvey. Well, y'all having a good time, aren't you? Uh, Harvey, this has been this has been most entertaining. It really has been. I want you to be a regular caller on here. Would you be willing to do that? Uh, I gotta have more than a Quiznos sandwich. Well, we got a whole tray of Popeyes up here. Platter of Popeyes. No, you sandwich. don't. Yes, yes we, we do. do. Go back and watch. Go back and watch the show, like I told you, and you'll see them. We got the we got the regular yeah. ones and the hot and spicy. And let me tell you, I like the hot. Yes, I like sir. the hot and spicy. Yeah, you know what I really like? They're good. Boy, I'd kill a tree for one of those. I mean, oh, I'd, I'd me do it too. a lot of things. Hey, uh, I love the red beans and rice. Do you now? Yes. Davis okay. yes, doing keto. Every time I go rice. buy Popeyes, uh, I'll get the red beans and rice before I will the chicken. Well, listen. Do you, do you know football when you sit down and watch it? I mean, can you like break it down and 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 be able to come on here and give us your opinion of how Alabama and Auburn played each week? Uh, probably not. Well, Harvey, I got some. I ba- mean, I got some bad news. Yeah, you would have never. You would have never been a starter at T.R. Miller, Harvey. I got some bad news, Harvey. Wow. Clemson just scored. Wow. Clemson just scored again. <laughs> My goodness. You know how many times I've heard that, Harvey, since since January? Do you know how many times I've heard that or gotten text that randomly out of the blue? A bunch. Hey, guess what happened to me about six months ago? There's no telling. I was going to the movie. Did it involve jail and anything slippery? No, no, okay. but I was going to the movie, and I seen this guy standing out front, and he had a damn Clemson jersey on. I said, mm. look at that sack of crap. <laughs> I went inside. This place is a real fancy, real fancy uh, theater. Come on, it's a car. And they assign you seats. Yeah. What? You can't sit anywhere you want to. You went to a theater where seats reclined? Where what? Where the seats reclined? Yeah, they reclined. You're kidding. I don't even have a chair in my house that'll do that. Uh,. So I went in there and sat in my, my seat, and it was I was two from the end. Guess who sat right next to me? That guy in the crappy Clemson shirt. The guy in the Clemson sweatshirt. At any time. Wait, wait first. What movie did y'all go see? Oh, I don't know. I, the Lion King. Probably. Uh, I mean, I don't want to lie to you. You don't remember what movie uh, you were seeing? Sir, you, did, you don't remember what movie it was you were watching? No, sir. I, remember the Titans? That's one of my favorite things to do is go to the movie. Crimson Tide. Yeah. Everybody's all American. Risky business. Rudy. I'm just trying to name football games. At any point during this movie, did he get up and go to the bathroom and leave his popcorn unattended? Coach Auburn ever Who is that? No, I, I mean okay. I don't know. Hey, uh, why why is my phone beeping? I'm not a do, chemist. Do you have <laughs> do you have a call waiting? Oh, that's when somebody else is calling you while you're on the line. It'll beep and and give you an indicator. Hold on, your segment. Kind of like elevators do when they get to the floor you're supposed to get off on. Yeah, somebody is calling me. my ex wife. 
Nah, you don't need to talk to her. We're more important, Harvey. Nah. Nah. You probably owe her money. You stole anyway. a lot Just, of money from me. There you go. There you go. Stay on the line. I never had. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had three ex-wives. Mm. Wow. I didn't date. I didn't date much, but I married everybody I dated. So you dated three times? Probably. Do you roller skate, Harvey? Uh, I have. What, what years? Let were, me what? tell you what. Let me tell you the, a sad story real quick. It won't take me but a second to tell it. You got all the time you need, Harv. Go ahead, Harv. When I was in high school, when I was a senior in high school, I uh, took this girl out on a date. And you know, over the next couple weeks, she raped, raped me six times. Harvey. She kept on saying she wouldn't do it no more. Harvey. What? Harvey. What? I, I find it really hard to believe that any woman, first of all, would have to forcibly do that to you. Second of all, would want to forcibly do that to you. Did you see my picture when I was in high school? Just like Tony. Yeah, there's been one floating around. You had a pencil protector and uh, some glasses on, I think. Hey, hold on for one second. Sure. Harvey, if that's that rotten ex-wife, we're going to hang up on you. I'm not going to talk to her. All right. Is that her again? Yeah. She, uh, Tell her, just text I got my her. nephew over. Text her. Text, hey, text this. Say, new phone, who dis? So I got that. I don't know how to text. Uh, you can't text? So you're not going to be any fun on Regal Roll Tide this year on okay. our Facebook page. Okay. Get on it. You need to get on it so we can have some fun. But you're going to have to learn how to text. I think David has, well, another, I can't David has another serious I can't. question. Can we get serious for a minute, Harvey? I'm, all, I'm always serious. All right. Harvey, is as upset as you were in 2010 – after Auburn spotted Alabama 27 points at, wow. Tubby, at Tubby Denny Stadium. Wow. And came back and broke your heart. No sweet home Alabama that night. I want to know what your mindset was after the kick six game. Good question. I mean, what was going through that rattle trap after Chris Davis <laughs> ran 109 yards? First of all, Harvey, you stepped out at the four. He stepped out of the You're 40, not going to stop, are you? I'm just asking a fair question. I'm not a chemist. <laughs> wow. You know, you you are not happy unless you're not hacking on me. No, I'm not, that's a fair question, Harvey. We've been very open and forth, forthright here tonight, and that's a fair question. If that game in 2010 led you to that, what was your mindset after the 2013 game? I mean, that was equally as painful. It I made, think it made me no, jump off my no. roof, Harvey. No, it wasn't as painful as the Scam Newton game. Mm-hmm. They were both, you know, I was at I think that we were both game. ranked number one at that time, weren't we? Yep. Yeah. You know, so it was it was the fact that it was Cam. It was Cam, and it was at Bright Denny, and that it was again something that they had done to your father figure, Bear Bryant. Tell me if I'm right about yeah. that. I mean, I, I don't want to put yeah. I don't want to put notions on you, but does that sound right? Yeah, but let me tell you something else. That uh, 
that Paul guy, I don't want to say his last name. I understand. When I told him about Auburn students rolling the the trees when Bear Bryant died, died he yeah. said he did not believe me. It didn't. That didn't well, happen. And I... He didn't say, now I listened to the interview, and I actually heard it live, but I listened to it again. He didn't say he didn't believe you. He said that's hard to believe. He just said, he just he just questioned whether or not it happened. He, he believed what you were saying that you read that. He was just saying that he don't didn't know if the reporting was accurate or not because he'd never heard that, and he was covering the whole beat at the time. So that's what he was saying, and I know you were probably in an upstate set, uh, up, upset state whenever you called him. Which leads me to this. Why would you have chosen to call? Because that one phone call has ruined the rest of your life. Well, actually, the one action you did ruined your life. But if you never would have called, chances are you never would have got caught. Why did you feel it necessary to call Paul and say that? Were you trying to inflict pain on the Auburn people? No, I've already answered that question. I don't remember you answering I wanted them, I wanted the, the Auburn fan base to hate me as much as I hated them. Okay. But let me tell you something. I am sorry I did it. I've been going to church a lot. Uh, I have a different attitude. Uh, I have learned to forgive. Uh, you know, like I said, I repeat myself. You know, I lost a daughter over it. I've, I've lost... Uh, grandkids that I can never see again. What daughter? Was it Crimson or Ty that you lost? No, Crimson. Okay. She won't have nothing to do with me. She won't even talk to me on the phone. Have they a, lot, a, lot, a lot of that has her mother. Have they taken steps to become anonymous by changing their names? No, but she, uh, her mother said that uh, that's the worst thing it, uh, I could have given them was my last name. And she was the only, she's the only person in the world that I would like to hit in the face with a shovel. Other than Cam Newton, she, probably, right? No, I don't want to, no, no, I don't want to hit Cam Newton. Okay. I just hope he has a horrible year. Well, he probably will. Uh, <laughs> Why are you such an angry person, Harvey? I'm not angry. I'm happy. You don't sound like it. You, you, you kind of sound fluctuating a little bit, Harvey. And that we're, we're just I'm, we're talking to you as, as bros, man. That, that's what we're doing. This is ain't, ain't nobody watching us anyway. So we were just talking to you as bros, me an Alabama fan, him an Auburn fan, and and I, I can tell you what I've heard as an Alabama fan. I, I've heard you kind of be on both sides of the fence tonight, and, and that's just real. That's just real talk. You're in law enforcement. You're used to giving it to people straight, and that's what we're going to do here. We're, I'm going to give it to you straight. Um, you've been on both sides of the fence. You've demonstrated anger towards Auburn, and you've said that it's everybody's fault but your own. You blamed Auburn. You blamed their fans. You blamed Cam Newton. Uh, you spoke disparagingly of some of their old coaches. They ain't been on the sideline in almost 30 years. That, to me, is a man that still – harbor some sort of anger and i just can't figure out where it's coming from and that's all i want to do but and, and that's and let me tell you something that's what i encourage you to do because if you don't ever figure out where that anger comes from it's going to come back and and I, I don't want it to come back if you're in bad health like you say you are you need to start getting things right uh and and so you can get some redemption on earth 
and in heaven. I agree with you. But I don't think anybody realizes how much I love the University of Alabama. Their football team, their softball team, uh, their coaches. And, and you re- I get excited. I know. Like and it, bring, and it, bring, it brings you pleasure. And I understand that. But do you realize the same people that you're professing to love, the same organization, the same teams you're professing to love, you have hate, you, 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 you've heard them. And you've 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 besmirched their reputation. Do you okay. ever? Do you, but do you think about that? Yeah, and I heard what uh, Nick Saban had to say about me. What did Nick say about you? I'm sorry. What did Coach he, say about you? He said that uh, the Alabama fan base is the greatest fan base in the world. Except idiots like Harvey Updike. How did that make you feel? Oh, I just loved it. Did you really? How do you think it made me feel? Well, I don't know. I don't know because that's what I've been trying to get into this whole conversation is 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 what drives your emotions? Why why would you be driven to take such drastic uh, actions against a university that's done nothing to you? So I'm trying to figure out how you feel. So when Nick said that, what what did it do? What did it do? Well, to I you? mean that uh, you know it definitely didn't make me feel good. There's a lot, a lot of Alabama fans that has no use for me. I realize that. Well, I'm not one of uh, them. I'm not one of them. I, I'm not one of them. And and, and, I, and I want to help you. And I I will give you my number. Third time that you want to call and talk. Off, and I'm not talking about on air. I'm talking about off air for help, or you just need somebody to talk to that's an Alabama fan, as big a fan as you, but has maybe a different perspective. I, I would love to be that person to help you get things uh, put back in perspective, Harvey. Yes, yeah, sir. Harvey, there's a there's an idea out there that this whole time, I'm going back 15, 20 years, that you were an operative within the Red Elephant Club, and that maybe you just went rogue. When things went bad, any tr- any, any truth to that? No, I could never afford to get in the red element. But, red element. But you were the, you were the bag man. You were used to drop off money, car keys. Um, wow. Copies of test. Don't fall for it, Harvey. Wow. Don't fall for it, Harvey. I'm just saying, Harvey, it's out there. It's out there. Man, do you see? Oh man, do you see what I've been putting up with for thirty some odd years, Harvey? You see, I don't know how you do it. Well, I've poisoned three of his trees. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, you Harvey. Pee on him? Harvey. <laughs> no, no. Yes, it wouldn't be. Clemson just scored again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I think wow. that makes it 67 to 12. I think it was close to something like 44 to 13. No, no. It? it was way worse than that, Harvey. It was only 44 to 13. I disagree. I'm not a chemist, but uh, I disagree. Was, you do not go up there and mess with Dabo, Harvey. You know he's an Alabama man. His name I, is Dabo. It's Dabo. Um, hey. Li- have you ever been... You, since, well, since, hey, let me tell y'all something. Go ahead. I didn't just start liking Alabama. No, I, I know. I, I, I've done some research on you, Harvey. And Dabo was a walk-on at Alabama. Sure was. And he was so poor... 
that he had to sleep in the same bed with his mother. You watched the 30 for 30 special, didn't you? Uh, I watched a lot of stuff. Yeah. You were on one of those 30 30 specials. I think you, what'd you get for that? that. What did you get for that? By the way, wow. when you were on that 30-30 special, what, 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 what did you receive for that? Can you tell us one more time? A Quizno sandwich and a Pepsi Cola. And? They, ca- they, they came in my house. And? and? There was something else you got out of that. Yeah, I got put put my butt in jail for <laughs> six months. Hey, you didn't let me finish a while ago. You need to fire that attorney. Guess what Harvey? else I got in jail? What? I went in there weighing a happy 242. I come out weighing 160. Have you been in jail, DJ? I have not. Mm. Well, let me tell you what those nice people in, uh, I come What's out the weighing. the county they're in? Um, Lee County? I, I th- Lee County. I think that's Collier County West over there in Georgia, isn't it? No, nah, it's Lee County. You sure the Auburn's not in Georgia? Day, the first day I was in there, this trustee and a guard camper, and they was fixing to slide my eggs under the door. Well, that trustee grunted and got the biggest oyster he could get and spit in my food. And uh, I looked at the, uh, the guard and I said, hey, did you see that? You know what he told me? He didn't see nothing. He said, you don't want it, don't need it. Hey, snitches get stitches, Harvey. You know that. Do what? Oh, okay. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. What's the jailhouse code in Lee County? What's, what's, what's the code over there? I mean, what's, what's the gang that runs the unit over there? Were you part of that gang? No. You're probably outnumbered no, over I there, pretty, aren't you? I pretty well stayed to myself, but let me tell you something. Did you do everybody's laundry over lot, there? I made a lot of money when I was in jail. What is the uh does the term salad toss <laughs> mean anything, Harvey? I don't mean nothing to me. Nobody hey, let me tell you one thing. And I know there's mixed company on this thing. But <clears throat> Nobody so, tried to mess with my butt up. I've done on, a lot man. of things in my life. Harvey's sir. not a vegetarian. He's a meat man only. <laughs> wow. Harvey, Y'all having a good time with me, aren't you? Let me, well, that's what life's about. you got to have a good time and laugh. If you don't, you go crazy and start killing things. It's Listen, called, it's called let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Since you've done that, since you've been out, and since you've watched Alabama football, have have you been as mad as you were when you drove down 280 with that spike V80 in your car? Have you had thoughts of doing that? No, but all of my life, ever since I've been watching Alabama play, I've, I have never turned it off except in one game. What game was that? That was when Alabama got beat by somebody, and then they their bowl game, or whatever it was, they played Utah. Oh, that would have been in the... Hmm, 
they played the Sugar Bowl, Utah and the Sugar Bowl, and they didn't show up and got hammered. I, I can't remember what year that was. That was yeah, I uh, I couldn't watch that. Uh, early two thousands, maybe. I thought it was last year. <laughs> you think the kick six is last year? It was. Why do y'all keep on bringing up kick six? That's the only thing he's got to hang his hat on, Harvey. It was just last wow. year, Harvey. You know they were three and five in the conference last year, and you'd have thought they won the year. national championship. You'd have thought they were Clemson, or at least, or at least, same this colors guy over here is Clemson. Same colors, yeah, a lot better team though, and coach. Hey, are, are y'all going to send me some uh, coupons to get some free Popeyes? We are absolutely. We're going to do that. What no, kind? You, you want the spicy or regular? Spicy. You I'll like, tell you what let's yeah, do. You like no, Popeye's no, red you. green. I'll tell you what let's rice. do, Harvey. I'll tell you what let's do. You meet me and T Bone at Legion Field for the opener, Alabama and Duke. We'll get up there and tailgate at the Tide and Tiger, and uh, we'll take in the game. I'll grab us a couple of fifty-yard line tickets. Why are you pushing Harv's buttons like that? What? Why are you pushing Harv's buttons like that? Y'all play at Legion Field, right? Yeah, it's your home stadium. You need his address. He just planted some flowers, Harvey. We'll uh we'll meet up there the on the South parking lot. Go to Tide and Tiger, have a couple of cocktails, get a couple of forty yard line tickets, and uh watch what'll probably be a pretty good ball game. Don't sleep on Duke, Harvey. I will. They beat we'll Auburn last beat year. Like basketball. Don't sleep on Duke. They're just mad because they put we them out of the final four. Har- Harvey, do you like Sister Schubert's rolls? Have you ever had any of those Sister Schubert's that you put in the oven and and, and warm up? Yes. Well, just hold on. We're we're gonna send you. We're gonna send you as many of them as you want to eat. No, you ain't got that many. Oh, uh, we know, sister. So we're gonna we're gonna hook okay. you up there. Uh, you ain't no one sixty eating all them rolls, Harvey. I'm seeing holes in your stories now. I eat I eat one roll and I gained forty pounds. Well, here lately, uh, I have been really losing a lot of weight. I am down to one sixty. Harvey, let me ask you a question. Have you been running with DJ at night? I, I want to ask you this question, Harvey. This is Ken, by the way. Listen, so where, did you read up on the internet about Spike D80, or did you have some sort of experience with that prior to that, or how, how did you come about that? I, I got on the internet, and I researched it. That's, Kenwood. that's why. He answered that question. He is not a chemist. <laughs> It, well, That's why he did I, ask that question. When I got I, arrested, let me tell you how slow the Auburn Police Department is. They came out to my little lake house, and they wanted that computer of mine. And I made a mistake and left the cord plugged in the wall, but I hid the computer. I'm shocked. I am shocked. That's despicable. Despicable. There was something like 15 cars out there. And there was all but three guys standing around me. They was was standing outside around me uh, next to my barbecue pit. I had this real fancy, not fancy, it was a a welder made this big heavy duty barbecue pit. And I had it there. And there was three guys in my house going through everything. Was the computer Please. in the barbecue pit? Sir? Was the computer in the barbecue pit? Yes! <laughs> Please. I'm not a detective. About- I've never been to your house, Harvey, and I figured it out. Harvey, please tell me you got tased. 
No. Did they tase you, Harvey? They didn't tase you? Huh? They didn't tase you? No, I said... They pepper uh, spray you. Yeah, I've been pepper sprayed. By Auburn pepper police? Sprayed. Well, you had Sir? to go. You had to do that when you were law enforcement. So, yeah, so, so let me I get this straight, it. Harvey. You 60% are, of you, the time, it works every time. <laughs> so you are a retired Texas Ranger. I'm sorry, retired Texas State Trooper, right? Correct. How many years you work Texas? Uh, really not that long. But, uh, but you had many years in law enforcement. Let's say that. Yeah, but I got my neck broke. Okay, so you had law enforcement experience. You just went and did something that you knew was going to upset half the population of Alabama. And you hid the evidence in your barbecue grill on your back deck. That sound right? I was actually in the side deck. Okay, I'm sorry. That the, makes uh, it better. The uh, the lake house I was living in actually belonged to Wayne Barnes, my good friend. Uh, Harvey. Yes, sir. I want to shift gears just for a second, and we can certainly come back to this. I want to go to the political realm for just a second, and I'm assuming that I can count on your support for Coach Tommy Turberville, U.S. Senate. <laughs> wow. I'll uh, get you a yard sign, maybe some cards to hand out oh, for hey, us. Hey, 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 let me tell you about Tommy Tuberville. But say what? He can take those six thumbs and stick it up his whatever. You I don't like think, man who's got I don't things, think that six meant that. I think that was misinterpreted on your part, Harvey. He was How just saying that I watched it on television. He was I just saying hey to the camera. He was just saying, hey, the camera, and he waved, and he accidentally stuck up another finger. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. Hey, you got me mixed up with my brother. Who's your brother, Roll? He has a second name. It's Who's that little boy? That was David singing. He does that on the side. So, you had the evidence... Hid in your grill on your side deck. Yes. Okay. Which one figured out where it was at? Nobody did. So you mean they, to tell they me arrested me anyway? That T-Bone just put this together in five minutes, and we had twelve of Lee County's finest on scene, and they couldn't put it together. Is that what he just said? Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Hey, and had the power cord dangling. Out of the out of the outlet by the refrigerator. Yeah, didn't you say it was by the refrigerator? I uh, I don't remember where. Yeah, it you was, said refrigerator. Definitely. Earlier, the only thing they remember. did, the only thing hey, they did to help me. You better be glad I wasn't the prosecutor, Harvey. As quickly as I figured it out, as quickly as I figured it out, if I'm not good of a detective, imagine how good of a prosecutor I would be. Well, let me tell you speaking something. Speaking of that, we doing this. Speaking of that, this new one up there in, in Auburn. I read some quotes he said about you. Does that concern you? I ain't you any? worried about that. You're not. I'll be. I'll probably be dead by the time I get up. Oh, there. let's don't talk like that. You got a lot more years to live. I don't want no more. Yeah, you do. But I'll tell you something. When I went down there for that last that other trial, you know, I both of my attorneys graduated from Auburn. In chemistry? The judge, the judge was from Auburn. 
and uh, <coughs> what's his name, Stanley. The male was was Doctor Murphy your teacher. He was. Go ahead, Stanley I'm, I'm and the woman. Stanley and the woman. Uh, heard this. You know, they put me in jail one time because they said I uh, threatened some people at Lowe's Hardware. Did you? Have y'all heard that? Did you? No, all I told them. What did you say to him? The only thing I said. I, I went up there four different times uh, to exchange lawnmower I just bought. So you're telling me there's a chance. Well, they told me, they'd give me a trespass warning. And they said, if you come back, we're going to put you in jail. I said, well, I'll, I'm, I'll be back because my car was still up there. Well, that police officer, when his sergeant got there, all he did was lie. He said, he said, he threatened to come out here and kill everybody. Did you? Well, Stan, Stanley and, uh, what was her name? Um, I can't think of a female's name, but she's supposed to be real famous, too. They, they both heard that. They both, both heard, you know, it was, it was on tape. That all I was going to do was come back and get my car. They wouldn't bring it up. You've, they, lo you've lost me, Harvey. That. You've lost me, Harvey. You've lost me. Let, let's, let, let's bring it back this way a little bit. Harvey, are you a college football fan or just a Alabama University fan? It's University of Alabama. No, I'm a SEC. SEC. Okay. Would you agree? I like Albert. Would you agree that the greatest tradition within the SEC is the pregame flight by the Eagle at Auburn University? Well, I saw it that day you ran into the window. <laughs> I thought that was One for cool. Harvey. Hey, Harvey. I hate to tell guy. you, uh, Clemson just scored again. It's <laughs> unreliable. It's unreliable. <laughs> They'll be playing the kick six in a minute, Harvey. Wow. Y'all having a great time, aren't you? Harvey, you've got DJ on the ropes, Harvey. I I'm going to tell you, not many people can do that, but you have DJ on the ro ropes. That eagle hitting the glass was classic, Harvey. Classic. Yes. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something that... Uh, I love the fact that you woke up at 10 o'clock in the morning to watch it. <laughs> That's what we were I'll playing. That's what JP. Mark Ingram said. Do you remember what Mark Ingram said? What did Mark say? Well, that's the guy that fumbled, had the 40-yard fumble, right? Yeah. Yeah, what did he say? He didn't mean it, though. Yeah, he didn't mean it. He no, didn't mean it. Most fumbles aren't intentional. He probably. didn't mean it. What did he say? He said, what, he said, what is wrong with Auburn? They don't even know what they are. They think they are eagle or they think they are tiger. What are they? <laughs> Another one for Harvey. Another one for Harvey. Come on, come well, on. Y'all the on, Alabama. chemist Y'all the Alabama elephants. I mean, what, what, what does an elephant have to do with anything? You got him on the you ropes, know Harvey. We, you know why we got that name, don't you? I could. I, I, I don't know, and I don't care, Harvey. 
excuse me. <laughs> you got him wobbly, Harvey. He's dazed. Look at his eyes, Ken. Can you see his eyes? It's getting past my bedtime. Oh my gosh, Harvey. Winning. I can see right now, Harvey, you took care of yourself in jail just fine. Yeah. Let, let me tell you what I did. I stole my autograph for a honey bun. For a honey bun? Yes. You sold your autograph. Somebody gave you I a honey bun for I your autograph. I guarantee you I they're not going on the Christmas tree crakes. <laughs> Come on, You're, man. You, you traded out a signature for a honey bun. Yes. You couldn't get any bugler? Do what? You couldn't get a pack of tobacco, some bugler. Oh, Hercules! 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 I have never smoked a cigarette in my life. Smoke something? No. So, Harvey, no. I got one last question, and then we'll give David one last question, and then we'll wrap this up. We know it's feeding time and all that. So, when you get off air with with Paul Feinbaum, Mitchell Streeter Burnham uh, wanted to ask this question. When you got off the air with Feinbaum, were you listening to Feinbaum still? Uh, the first time you called in? Yeah. When he said that he didn't believe you did that or that you were just, uh, I can't remember how he phrased it, but essentially saying that maybe you were just a prank caller or, or something to that effect, um, w- what was your reaction? What did you think? Did you think about calling him back up? Nah. I will never call him again. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? What prompted you to call him that time? I think I've asked you that twice. We never got. I, we've got off on different tangents. What prompted you to call? Because, because I was upset with Auburn because they cheated, and they they cheated what last year in basketball. Did you see where only six? What, uh, what is basketball, Harvey? I have no idea what you're referring to. Round ball. Yeah. Baseball? Yeah, I watch baseball and softball. No, I'm talking basketball. Oh. They come in something like third or fourth place. Then it, about two months later, they come out and say we're cheating. Oh, come on, Harvey. Keep we only beat, y'all. Of we only beat y'all three times. Keep that shit. No big deal. Uh, okay. Okay. Got you a new coach. It's going to be a new year. You know, there, you know that. Harvey, there have been plenty of allegations about Alabama doing things that we Harvey, shouldn't be doing as well. Right? Me, I'm going to clue you in. You go, you talking about the textbook stuff? Well, I'm talking about several things in the last 20 years or 30 years. I'm going to. They don't have to cheat. Harvey, and I had to do this with Tony back during the spring. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it with you. You could make an argument, a very, very strong argument, that in the calendar year 2019, that Alabama University has been it's the University worst. University of Alabama. I'm sorry, has been the worst athletic program in the country. It started with that 63 to nine shellacking by Clemson in mid-January. Then your basketball coach gets fired after getting blown out in the first round of the NIT again at home, and then you're one of three teams to miss the SEC baseball tournament again. So, I don't know how this Duke game is going to shake out in a couple of weeks, <laughs> but you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be at Legion Field with you and T-Bone to watch it if you'll come. 
Well, I, I won't be there. What if we fly you up, Harvey? Or David drives down to get you. Y'all could have a lot to talk about on that eight-hour trip from Louisiana. Would you ride with DJ yeah. to Legion Field to watch? I want to get the Duke? game moved to Legion Field. Let's go 50-50. Duke uh, 50, Bama 50. Well, they're not playing They're not playing football anymore at Legion Field. Since when? It's been a couple of days anyway. <laughs> been a minute. Is that what you're saying? It's been a minute, ain't it, Harvey? Is the Tide and Tiger still ask y'all something. You know who ruined that, don't you, Harvey? I don't ask you know who ruined that, don't you, Harvey? Harvey, do you know who ruined that? Who? Patrick Fane Die. If not, we'd still, be, we'd still be playing I, up with I, the great lady. I do, I do think it's gutless, really. And I mean, I'm being honest here. I think it's gutless that we played Duke in basketball this year mm-hmm. and y'all were choosing to play in football. I mean, that's funny to me. We're smart. That's funny. That's why we have the weakest schedule in the conference. That's funny. Because we're smart. Hey, if, uh, that right, if I Ricky? come out there, can I bring my dog with me? What What's your dog? dog is it? I just got me a dog. What kind? I rescued her. No. Uh, he's an Australian Shepherd. If you were a true Alabama fan, it'd be a purebred dog. What'd you name it? Rammer Jammer? What do you mean a, a purebred? She is purebred. Us Alabama fans are purebred, right? Isn't that I why don't know you, about that. Isn't that, why, isn't that why you did what you did? Because you thought we that Alabama was better than what happened to them? I didn't think. I know. Well, then why you got a mutt? You need a purebred. Get a purebred, and we'll come get you. We're going to send you some Sister Schubert rolls, and we're going to call you. We want to have you on again, Harvey. Well, I, Anything else? without some compensation, I know I'm not coming back on. We'll compensate you. This, uh, this is taking a lot out of me. I can tell. A me lot. too, Harvey. Me too, Harvey. Me too. You I mean, I don't know what... I, I thought this was cathartic for you. To, I don't know what I have done to deserve all this. What, us talking don't to you? Don't tell me. Don't tell me it's because y'all like me. I love you, Harvey. You're one of God's children. I wish you wouldn't love me quite as much. Well, I, I love you. You're one of God's children. Okay. And you're an Alabama fan. Okay. So I love you more than I love DJ. But I still love DJ. Yeah, my ex-wife is calling again. I told you. Text her. What's that? Message. Text her this message. New phone. Who dis? See what she says. I'm not going. I'm not going to say anything to her. Uh, well, you better take it because you may owe her money, and Lord, we don't want you. No, I don't owe her money. Where does she live at now? lives in uh, Walker, Louisiana. Let, uh, hey, yeah, let me You'll tell be splitting you time did. between Lee County and Walker, Louisiana if you don't pay that child support, Harvey. Hey, let me tell you what I did uh, for five years. For five years, and I can prove this. I paid her car note and her insurance. It cost me a little over $500 a month for her to keep it. So she wouldn't let it go, and it go on Megan's credit because we had to, we had to get Megan's name. Oh, well, I've got to know this. What the license plate say? <laughs> wow, Harvey. What? 
<clears throat> so your your ex your ex wife cost you five hundred dollars a month. Yes. Those trees didn't cost you a dime. And, and did what? No, the trees didn't cost you a dime and did nothing to you. Oh, you know it's costing me money. It didn't before you killed them. So you had one thing costing you 500 a month, one thing costing you nothing. Hmm. Well, let me tell y'all something. I have told them a lot of times that I didn't mean it. <laughs> I told them I didn't mean it. Still got. A, I I, I kind of don't believe you after this conversation, Harvey. You gotta, I want to. Wow. You're gonna have to call in again and convince me that you really mean it because you've been all over the board in this interview. At first, I was believing you. Now I kind of don't. Well, I kinda I don't. Hey, when we first started, what did I tell you? God, I don't know. That was like six hours ago. Something about not being. I a chemist. told y'all I wouldn't lie unless I just had to. Well, how many times did you have to lie on this show? Oh, I haven't lied at all tonight. Okay. Okay. And I mean, we and we appreciate that, Harvey. I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you like my grandmother used to tell me: the truth will stand when the world's on fire. Amen. Think think about that. I have no reason to lie tonight. You know, I I'm going back down there and in, in uh, October and. They're going to have to come get me because I can't drive. So what do you think is going to happen in October when you show back up to Lee County? I don't know, but I'm going to surprise them. I'm not going to open my mouth. I want to shift gears one more time. So it'll be a surprise if you don't say something, or is it going to surprise them with what you tell them? I'm trying to to figure out what you just said now. You said you're going to surprise them. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything uh, to nobody except what what I have to do in court. And that'll be a surprise to them. Well, I mean, I got a big mouth. I don't. I like to run it. Harvey, uh, T-Bone yep. here tonight has kind of been a a somewhat of a clinical psychologist. Yeah. And I want to I want to employ an exercise here if we can. Have you ever heard of word association? I'm going to give you something. And I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind, and Tony, wow. Tony can 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 kind of interpret that and see where we're going with it. All right, so if I were well, to say, you to, know, don't think, Harvey, you, don't think, clear your mind. No, let, let me tell y'all something real quick. Okay, you know that they put me on mental hospital two or three different times, don't you? Right, yeah, everybody's been there. Listen, clear your mind, right, clear look. your mind, think by my thoughts. First thing go. that pops in your mind, ready? Right, you ready, Harvey? I'm ready. Go crazy, Cadillac. Go crazy. What's on your mind? True. They're not going to keep them off the field tonight. First thing that comes to your mind. Uh, that's what I thought. I tell you what, that's a little bit on my pay grade. That's going to wind it up. He does not listen to the Auburn broadcast in all fairs. Thank you, Harvey. We're going to call you back, Harvey. Can we do the show in your living room one day, Harvey? You know when you can do it in my living room? When? The fourth of never. (laughs) See you, Harvey. Not a chemist. Man, season two, show one, off and running. Uh, It was weak. We'll try better next time. Saying that to say this. 
and you said this when we were getting this show kind of formatted out. This is the not so serious show for the serious fan. Exactly. We love our schools. We're going to go back and forth throughout the season, however it plays out. But at the end of the day, it's just not that big a deal. It's really not. It's not. And that's what I wanted to it's try not. to get across yeah. to you on. Yeah. And was people not doing people. a great job at doing it? No. We need to get Dr. D in here next time we get him to he, call. Uh, he, he's something else. He's clinical. It was it was mind-boggling. Yeah. It, it really was. And, and and thank you, Ken, for efforting and getting that on. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, the four or five people that are listening. Um, you won't get that on Fine Bomb. You won't get that on ESPN. Uh-huh. You won't get, what was that, an hour and a half? Hour and 20 I minutes? I haven't even looked at it. It's 8.46. I'm going to say this. The fourth of never was pretty good. He had, that was good. He, he, I was about to say he had your big butt, but you ain't big anymore. He had your butt on the ropes. Uh, you, you, you know that's going to give me a lot of ammunition for years hey, now, and years and now, years. Now, i got to ask this question because I haven't heard it yet, and I know there are people that are waiting. Uh, before we get out of here, you know what's got to happen. Yep. I'm pulling it up now. We got to have, we've got to have the uh, let's see the top five. I'm and, ready. I've got it. And and and, and there, there was always some theme songs. So here we go. Getting into the top five. I'm a fair guy. This is a fluid, fluid situation. Unlike other pollsters, mine is not on having allegiance one way or another towards a team or having a bias towards a conference. Sure, it's not. So the top five this week will not be the top five next week in all probability. It's fluid. This yeah, is not sure. necessarily This is not necessarily the five yeah. best teams in the season. This is right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. and it's a mythical championship because it's not settled on the field. They refuse. College football is the only sport that won't settle on the field. But since they did win a piece of the mythical championship i have clemson at number one Mm -hmm. they have the best quarterback in the country Mm -hmm. uh best wide receiver in the country best running back in the country he is a good quarterback and maybe the best coach in the country i I agree with that. clemson number one maybe second best coach number two is my two-time defending (laughs) regular season champion ucf i knew it was coming i'm just telling you until somebody can beat those guys on the field y'all can't but we didn't no we we didn't that's right we didn't UCF comes in at number two. Number three, once again, oh preseason top five. Number they're, three. They have the Heisman winner too, right? Number th- yes, That's they right. are. Yeah. They had the second best quarterback in the country. They had the second best quarterback in Alabama Jaylen, last year. Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma, number three. Oh. You know, a bump in the road here or there. Them and Bama meet up in the Peach Bowl. That could be a hot ticket. Oh, gracious. But Oklahoma, number three. Now, I want you to hear me out on four and five. Regardless of who wins, and we'll make our predictions next week as they get ready to kick off. <laughs> Regardless of whoever wins the game, either Oregon or That's Auburn. not even close to even, even Oregon or Auburn will have the best win of the year after week one. They will. If Oregon beats Auburn... That's a big win. Kind of like that Washington it, it, win it, it, was, was... Is it right? That's right. And then we moved it to the week after that. I'm just talking about week one. I'm not talking projecting anything. Strength of schedule, whatnot. So I have Oregon four and Auburn five in the first poll. When's the last time any, either one of those teams... But I want you to understand this. This goes poll. back. I'm saying I'm, I'm a fair guy. 
whoever loses that game falls way back. I mean, way back. Well, here, here, I, I think I, here's why I like the Oregon Auburn game. Okay, um, your top five is whatever. Is because Oregon has revenge on their mind because that guy was clearly down on the play and it cost him a national championship. Well, let me tell you why Oregon has to win that game. Because there's nobody in the Pac-12 to beat and build a resume with later. They have to win that game. That makes them a little more dangerous. Auburn, if they lose the Oregon game, and they might, if they ran the table, where do you think they're going to be at the end of the year? Auburn's not going to lose to Oregon. I'm just saying if they lose to Oregon, they have a great conference to make it up in. If they Oregon lose, does not have that. It's pronounced Oregon. You're not from California. You're from South Alabama. Okay. If they lose to Oregon... It's going to be because Stevie Nick's son has thrown three interceptions at least. Look, we're going to break down that game next week. I'm just telling we're, you. We're, we're moving on. we got Florida. we got Miami this week. This Saturday, they're going to kick things off. If Miami beats Florida, that's a good win. That would give Miami consideration moving into next week. Do you think not, Miami will beat Florida? I do not because I like Florida. I like Coach Mullen. I, but I think Coach Diaz is the right guy for Miami. I do. They got a good defense. Miami's defense is pretty good. Offensively, I well, Mullen's going to run on offense. I like Coach with Mullen. with the with the stallions that he's going to have on offense. The same offense he run at Mississippi State that would give you fits, and he's going to have a defense now that, that that they had good defense at Mississippi State, but at Florida he's going to be able to get those first rounders. I'm a fan of Dan Mullen. I'm a fan. He is going to start. Making serious waves in the East, and he's going to start this year doing it. How do you, how, how do you have the East playing out? I've got, I've got Georgia winning the East. I agree. I got Georgia winning. I the agree East. because of the quarterback. I think it's, they're loaded. He's just he is a Peyton Manning type player to me. When you watch him, he has all the intangible qualities. He's a better athlete than Peyton Manning was. But what I mean is, he seems to get it. And have that innate ability that can't be coached, at least what I've seen. And he's young, very young, extremely young. So, so that that puts him there with me. But I think Florida. Um, I, I don't like Felipe Franks. Like I said, he's built I like do. a relief pitcher. I've got today. Florida too, as well. By the way, and we didn't do really? these together. I got Florida too. Yeah, I loved Coach Mullen. I, I think once once, and, and you know, he, Mullen's a magician. He may get in there and he may turn that guy into the next Tebow down there, but. Um, and, and he's got the ability to do that. Franks is pretty fast and he's pretty big. I just don't know that he can run the ball the way Mullins' offense demands him to run it for a whole season and, and be successful and him be healthy. So, so, so I think Florida's three or four years away. They get one more recruiting cycle in and, and a good stud-type quarterback, like a Tebow type, yeah. that he's going to go get. You can watch from Mullins. Right. They'll, they'll be in the SC Championship game pretty often. Uh Third, you want to go ahead and do them all? Yeah, do the, the, the whole Yeah, who you got? I, I got Missouri third. I do too. You, you, you somehow sent somebody up. Nah, them nah, yeah, I, I got I, Missouri I, three right here. This is shocking. Okay, Nobody keep knows. going. South Carolina. I've got Tennessee. I got Tennessee next. I've got so South we, Carolina we, next. I think South Carolina's going to be three and five in conference, I, six and six. I don't believe in Coach Boom. I really don't. Not as a head football coach. I just don't believe in him. I don't think he's that good. If you, if you fail at Florida like he failed, that's, uh, I, don't I, know. I think Tennessee will have a better overall record. Yeah, I just think they'll stumble okay. somewhere in the SEC. So we had a flip flopper right where, there. Where self, you know, uh, but but I I I, I want to believe in Pruitt because of our okay. connection 
through yeah. our connection to yeah. him. Yep. Um, then I got Kentucky and then Vandy. I had the same way. I right, run down the West real quick. We're up against a hard break, so go ahead. Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Auburn, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas. I think listen, Auburn have the same record they had last listen year. Listen to this. Listen to this. I've got Auburn, LSU, Texas A&M, and Alabama all six and two in conference play. I've got all of them six and two. And I'm going to show you how I have it shaked out. I've got Auburn losing to Georgia and Florida. Going to the swamp middle of the season, it's just gonna, it, that doesn't bode well for us in my opinion. I've got LSU losing to Auburn and Texas A&M. I've got A&M losing to Auburn and Alabama. And I have Alabama losing to Auburn and LSU. So when you break through the tiebreakers, Auburn comes out of the West. I've got all four teams going six and two. We'll see. I think you may be a year, maybe too early on that. We'll see. But I do think I do think Nix is going to be a good quarterback. I saw him his junior year when they played with Tomka. Let me ask Wright you this: Denny. He's good. Are you concerned that Coach Saban has not named his starting quarterback yet? No. Okay. Just saying. Coach Malzahn named his. <laughs> we win. When you get to the point where you have to name your starting quarterback, it kind of means you don't have one. Well, that's it. Point taken. That's it. You did okay, man. Appreciate it. Tell you what, uh, season two, episode one in the books. We're going to be here every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Once again, we want to thank Josh Godwin and Popeye's Chicken for their sponsorship of this program. We also apologize. And uh, Larry Murphy and Camp 31 and Danny Cottrell at Bruton Medical Center Pharmacy. Certainly want to thank Ken James, executive producer. He's pushing the buttons. He's twisting the knobs. It doesn't happen without his efforts. T-Bone, thanks for being here tonight. Yes, safe travels going back. I think you were going back tonight. Yes. You're welcome to stay if you want to. Yes. If you do, be, uh, be safe. Everybody have a great weekend. Get back in here with us next Thursday, 7 o'clock. War Eagle. Roll Tide. We'll try harder next time.